Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Another episode of uh, the Straight Love Podcast. I am, of course, your host, the Post Most Roast. DP, and with me as always is the lovable, huggable cricket. Um, I love him so much. It's actually Hawaiian shirt day uh, down here today in uh, in Jim's basement. Jim didn't get the memo. That that shirt's Hawaiian enough for both of us. <laughs> I was thinking about actually just wearing this shirt everywhere I go now, to the dentist, to the mall. You should. Yeah. It looks good on you. Well, the, You're well, a guy who can wear that shirt. Thanks, man. And not be like, what's with that fucking guy? Because <laughs> some guys will get that reaction. For right? sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, there's you. There's the dudes where it's, you're trying too hard. Right. Like, you look like you're trying too hard. Oh, you could put that exact shirt on someone else, and, yeah. and they would do nothing else but just wear the shirt and be like, you're trying too hard. Right. But, I'm barely trying over here. You're man. exactly like. <laughs> hey man, when are we going to start using this podcast to help you meet women? Like, should we? Uh, is that yeah. is that something that we? Like, I think when we surpass four listeners, <laughs> you're dreaming big, man. Yeah, because one of them is your mom, right? <laughs> yeah, one of them's for sure my mom. Yeah. I think she logs on from two different phones too. Yeah, so, so that's on two, our home two computer and on our yeah. phone. So I listen two of to them it. Are your mom. <laughs> Um, my parents don't know what a podcast is, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, so you don't want to be, you don't want to be Winnipeg's most eligible bachelor kind of thing. I could put up some posters, you know, I can, I can start driving a lot of traffic here and then we could just bring in just, just random single women and, and interview them for the position of, uh, your girlfriend. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm maybe not that far away from that idea to go forward, so <laughs> Okay, so this is something I can potentially run with. This is <laughs> yeah. excellent. Okay. Give me another month of doing this Friday and Saturday night in my house. <sighs> <laughs> Does that really sum it up? Yeah, there's a lot no, of stuff. No, man, I, I'm, I'm enjoying my time. Good, man. Yeah, good. Well, sure. that's what life's about. Life's about happiness, enjoyment, moments, experiences, as long as you're having those, man. You know? Yeah. You know what? It's really, it's actually... Um, I think more so than before when I was on my own, it was uh, this time around, I've really found a different um, like conduit and importance and significance of um, relying on myself to be happy. Okay. But also, but also not sort of being rigid in it. I think, I think before when I was sort of embarking on that for the first time, I, it was more of like a, um, I was more rigid in it is the word because I, I relied a lot and depended up. I had this kind of like, you know, a little bit of a puff my chest out kind of thing. And I got to do it by myself for myself all oh, the time. Okay, right? okay. And, and whereas this time around, I think it's more of a balance of being like confident in that area and mm-hmm. knowing the importance of it, but also like connecting with people connecting with the friends I have and certainly with my family important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and working that in, but, but not having that being like a dependence, you know, because oh, I know for sure when I'm, I know for sure I'm always going to be around for me or available for me. Right. Whereas my brother might not be, he might be, he might be, if I wanted to spend time with him, he might be busy or he might be at the lake or, or whatever yeah, it could be. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, but I know that I'm always available to me if I want that. And so it kind of is, uh, it's interesting that it, this kind of has led in this direction about what you're saying about me finding someone, but it's, um, it's going back to that whole premise about you gotta, 
you got to find it within, you know, as mm -hmm, opposed mm -hmm. to looking for it on the outside. Well, you don't have um, a huge problem with doing things on your own. Like some people, the idea of going to dinner by themselves, going to a movie by themselves, going to Minneapolis by themselves, which you had floated the idea yeah, of doing. Yeah. Uh, those aren't things that you would kind of be like, oh, well, I, I need somebody to go with. Like you're very comfortable going solo for certain things. I would, I would, I would think at least if you're thinking about going to Minneapolis to check out a twins game alone. Yeah. Um, or, or am I talking out of my ass here? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I, I think I'm just trying to gain more. I don't. I don't want to use the word dependence because then it kind of makes me feel be about being in that rigid space. But just being confident and comfortable that like my world it revolves around me, but it's like the solar system. You know, it's not as though it's just me as the sun and there aren't any other planets. I am mm. the sun, but there's planets and, you know, all sorts of other things around that are important to make up the whole unit. But, but I know that I can be okay kind of on my own. And don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, there are companionship things that I can't necessarily provide for myself, but it's, um, or, you know, like physical touch things that I can't, you know. You can't snuggle yourself? I can't snuggle myself no. exactly, okay. Mundo. And, but it, Have you thought about getting a pillow girlfriend? Have you heard about those that are big in Japan? No, tell me more. Oh, no, I'll, just, I'll send you an Amazon link. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, like a, it's basically a huge body pillow with like a picture of a hentai girl on it. Uh-huh. Do you know what hentai is? Uh, I'll I've, send you a link. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like... Um, <laughs> Uh, you're so good at just doing this. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It feels like you, I think you kind of look to build other strengths and those things that you sort of aren't able to, I don't want to use the word fill on your own, but like, like you're saying, I, I can't, someone giving me a hug is probably nicer than me giving myself a hug. Course, I mean, that's not available. You know, like what, what else are you lying? What other strength are you relying upon to sort of, Oh, not necessarily take the place of it, but, but get you in that, that place. And it's been an interesting experience the last little while. Good man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it sounds positive, you know, like, I mean, you're, you're obviously growing, changing. I mean, you're, you're putting a lot of time into, um, you know, really finding out who you are and that kind of thing. And I think that you've got a solid grasp of who you are, but I mean, you, you can always go deeper too, right? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I, I totally, yeah, totally agree with that, that you can. Right on. And I mean, you've done a lot of traveling on your own and it's oh, never anything that you've been... Absolutely, man. I, I wouldn't say that I prefer it, but I mean, it's certainly it's certainly something that I enjoyed doing. And I mean, these weren't like little trips to Toronto. I went no. to Peru alone. I went to, I mean... A, went to India alone to meet you there, but I also spent some time yep. in Thailand before I got there. And I mean, that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. It's, 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 it's a fascinating, it's nice to be able to rely on yourself. You know, I've said that before. I, I, I know what I'm capable of and it's nice to be able to kind of be like, Oh, I know that I can be there for myself as weird as that sounds. Have you found yourself on those trips or found more about yourself? You know how people are like, Oh, I'm going to go travel and find myself or I really, you know, that type of yeah, that, kind of thing. You know what, man, that's, that's an interesting question. And I don't, I don't know what that means. Like how I don't either. What I was that hoping mean? you were going to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, did I find myself? I didn't, I, I don't know how to look for myself in a new place. I mean, you, you learn things about yourself, certainly when you go to these different places and you're surrounded by a different culture and they're speaking a different language and how do you assimilate? How do you talk to people? And it, you know, you learn ways that you kind of get yourself into and out of certain, certain situations. So I think that you grow, but I don't know that like, I would ever say I, I, I found myself in India or I found myself in Peru. Uh, but I certainly think that I grew there and, you know, became more of myself. I, I don't, I don't know what that, um, me, I, I'm, I'm sure that there's some people out there that would say, you know, I, I went to Nepal and, and I had this revelation and it changed my life and, you know, I haven't been the same since and now I'm more complete and more of who I always thought I could be kind of thing. But I, I certainly haven't had those, those aha moments maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe you have and they just weren't that apparent. But also a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's been a lot of moments in, in, in my life that I can look back on and be like, those were, those were turning points was those were fork in the road. But, um, and those weren't always kind of, uh, in the middle of nowhere, unless you want to talk about a mushroom trip, but you know, that's, that's nor here nor there. Speaking of trips. So I just got back from Everywhere. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was down in the Baja for seven days, uh, which is why we didn't have an episode last week. So thank you very much everyone for sticking with us. What's the Baja? The Baja is like, that's that's kind of like the name of the region there for Cabo. It's like Baja, California okay. kind of thing. That's actually where uh, Jesse Ventura spends uh, six months out of the year, uh, the former governor of right. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, you're a big Jesse Ventura fan? Huge, huge. How could you not be? From yeah. the old wrestling I mean, days? I think he has over a thousand gallons of portable water down there and also like a silo full of tortillas. We <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want to be friends with that guy. <laughs> I mean, that's a guy you got to have in your corner, man. Yeah. Shit, when shit yeah. hits the fan. Just when I thought I didn't need to rely on anyone, <laughs> you tell me about him. <laughs> so before uh, Jim and I went on the air here, uh, we were kind of talking a little bit about relationships. Um, Jim and I talk about pretty much everything, when, even when we're, when, we're, when we're talking to each other on this podcast or off of this podcast. And... Um, well, one of the, I mean, I was down in, in, in Mexico for a wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, the, the bride, well, the, the bride and the groom, their, their, their daughter actually sang this song. I don't know if you've ever heard it, Jim. I think it's by the, by an artist by the name of Jax, if I'm not mistaken. And I, and if I'm not mistaken, the name of the song is something along the lines of the way my dad loves my mom. Something and like that. And are you going to? Am I going to sing it? Yeah. Um, people are not going to be that lucky today. No, okay. but it, it was I'd never heard it before. It's got like fucking something like 60 million views on YouTube. It's a huge oh, song. Okay. And apparently this this girl wrote this during um, the the quarantine and the pandemic. She wrote it about her parents. And it's a really fucking beautiful song. And, and this girl sang it. She's about 11 years old. And I was tearing up. I was like, this is, it's beautiful. Because yeah. it talked about how she wants that love. Like the, 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 the love that she's witnessed throughout her life between yeah. her, her mom and dad is, is the way that she wants to, to be, the, the love that she wants to experience with another man. And it's just like the lyrics in it and the way that it's sang and the passion of the voice. They even have this, this music video where they show like old um, uh, video of the, of, of the couple, like when they were younger and that kind of stuff. And you see the way that they love each other. And it's just, it's really, really touching. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's interesting because it's like, that's a love that I think a lot of people strive for. But marriage, love, relationships, I mean, it's a lot more complicated than that, right? And, and Jim and I are kind of at an age where our parents are obviously getting a lot older. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's, there's, it's, 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 it's pretty amazing. First of all, that you and I are as close as we are and both of our parents are still together. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, I don't think that 
there's ever a point where you think, okay, well, we've been together for a certain amount of years and I'm a certain age. So, you know, we, we can kind of coast the rest of the way, you know, like anything can happen at any point. And even when you're in your seventies or eighties, I mean, people are, you know, they have problems still and they have disagreements and maybe it's things that have, that they've always had and they're kind of bubbling over or whatever, but it's, it's interesting to kind of witness how, um, I don't know how, how, how a love can, can change and grow. And I think that after a while, some people just kind of start to get a little sick of each other. I mean, how could you not? Right. I mean, you love a person so much, but at the same time, it's like, shit, you know, I've been putting up a lot of shit for a lot of years too. Right. Yeah, it's true. How could you not, but how do you not? Another great way of putting it. Totally. Like really, I think that's the aspiration. And I mean, maybe the, maybe the idea of relationship is changing as time goes on. Like maybe it's evolving that it's not this. I mean, if anyone listens to any Abraham Hicks stuff, I've, I've listened to probably more than my fair share. And, uh, on occasion I'll hear her saying about, uh, she makes, she makes jokes about the old till death do us part Mm -hmm. and how that's such a ridiculous concept. But whereas I probably agree with that, I also think that till death do us part is pretty beautiful. You know of what course. I mean? Like it's really. It's like we're in this for life. We're yeah. In this to the like end. It's, yeah. it's really a, a place to fill kind of that, I think, natural, hardwired um, program that we have to be close with people, mm-hmm. to be close with someone, you know, yeah. to find that. Um, to find that not, not opposite of, of, but just to find that mate that's really complimentary and that. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a bit tough of a thing. And I don't know. And like we were speaking about earlier, I don't know if it's, does it, does it sort of go sideways because of lack of trying of lack of effort of maybe dependence, um, an unhealthy dependence. Sure. You know, yep, what, absolutely. what is it? Like, how does it, I don't know. How does it, how do you continue on and keep it strong and keep it so you don't get sick of each other? Like you said. Yeah. It's a great question, man. It's a great question because again, there's some people out there that are so in love right up until their dying day that, you know, they end up in hospital beds next to each other. And as soon as that one person dies, 10 minutes later, five minutes later, that other person is just gone too, kind of thing. Like they're that connected. I remember my mom was actually telling me this story about um, one one of the dogs we used to have was like a, um, not a service animal, but it was like a St. John's ambulance dog. Yeah. And what that basically meant is we could go, uh, my mom could take him to the hospital, to old, old folks' homes, and then they could pet the dog, be around the dog. And the dog was like, just love people. All, you know, super, super gentle. My mom was telling me this one story about, um, I guess it was an old couple in there. And they, they needed to be separated for a little bit of amount of time. I think somebody's getting some treatment and that kind of thing. And my mom was talking to the, to the husband and he was just, you know, really concerned. And she finally got to see them reunited. And like just the way that they lit up, you know, they're like 90 years old. So looking forward to seeing around, around each other. He would just sat there and play the harmonica. She would just look at him adoringly. And it's like, man, that can also happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can be that in love for that amount of time and still look at that person with those googly eyes and be like, man, that's my man or that's my woman. Like that's, that's fucking awesome too, man. Like that, mm-hmm. I, but, but, but how do you get there? I don't know. It's, it's pretty fucking amazing. 
what do you do with your significant other to have that growth of the independent growth, but also the growth together? Because I also think that while that's a beautiful thing, what you're describing, that's something I aspire for. Mm -hmm. It also can be, it also can put you in a really tough spot because if you sort of lose yourself in that, totally, then you sort of never know what happens in life and, and maybe something that you don't choose to happen befalls you. And now all of a sudden you're alone and you're alone and you're not capable of managing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I In this sort of chapter of your life, how long have you guys been together? Six years? Yeah, about six years. Six now. years. Yeah. So I know you're a different person than you were 16 years ago. 100%. And what would you say is, what how, what have you applied to to being in this relationship for the last, last six years that supports you being you, like you having, because you've spoken to the, to me about this before and you've shared your feelings and having like the strength and the confidence of yourself as just you, but also having the strength and the confidence of you both together. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting question, man. I think that, you know, when we met, I was already, you know, I've been divorced and, uh, I was bringing a very, like I, I've, I've, I've done a lot in my life. Yeah. You know, I've done a lot of learning. I've done a lot of traveling. I've done a lot of, I've had a lot of experiences. So I feel like who, who I was bringing to the, to the relationship was already a fairly, you know, complete person to a certain degree. You know, I wasn't looking for someone, um, to take care of me or someone to complete me in some sort of way. I was looking for someone to kind of compliment me maybe is, is, is probably the, I don't know if that's the best way of putting it, but it's certainly one way of putting it. Now, um, I think that, you know, communication, obviously, and that kind of thing, we, we, we can talk about that to death. But um, I think that the more, and I don't know how the right way to say this is, because, you know, you certainly don't want to struggle with someone, but the more hardships that you can maybe kind of go through together, mm-hmm. like the more that you can kind of test your relationship and whether that's towards the beginning, middle, whatever it is. Um, and you can kind of see how the two of you deal with certain things where you're kind of maybe putting each other in a, in a position that you might not necessarily want to be in or, or, or you're having certain disagreements or you're having certain arguments and you kind of see how you deal with those kinds of things and you deal with them together um, without, you know, um, hurting the other person. Uh, that's going to, I think, do a lot to build some sort of a foundation because you need some, something strong to grow your relationship on. And if, if you can't find out what that is, I think you're in big trouble. Um, I don't know. And, and more than anything, I mean, what this podcast is like, just love, like love is so fucking powerful. And I mean, it's not everything, but when you really love someone like inside and out, you're, you're probably going to do whatever you can for that person. And you're going to do whatever you can for the relationship too. Right. Yeah. To try was, and make it work. Yeah. I was just going to actually, and I think that there were probably times in our relationship where that's, you know, that was all we had. We were like, that's this, this is all we've got left here. You know, like if, if we don't fix this other stuff, we've got this, but eventually this isn't going to be enough. So we got to fix everything else. And, you know, six years isn't that long of a time, but it's long enough where we learned a lot about each other and we learned how to make this work. And now, um, you know, I'm certainly the happiest I've ever been. And I don't know, the, the love gets stronger. Which I think though is also a product of your own work like totally. like certainly like you said it, it it's a big the, being in a relationship is a big big part of your life but it's also like a complementary part of your life yeah yeah um which as you said maybe not the right word and i'll say the same thing and i find it a good tenant maybe to 
subscribe to is that, and maybe something that I don't know, maybe is a little bit lost, but for the last few years, I guess, in my own kind of like evolution and growth, I have been a super, super big believer in the fact that it's like, is there love here still? If the answer is yes, great. Mm -hmm. Is there connection still here? If the answer, answer is yes, then great. And then that's really... There's your anchor points kind of thing, Yeah, right? exactly. Totally. That's the anchor yep. to say, okay, then if we believe in those two things, right. then that means we're willing to overcome and work through whatever it is that we might have problems with. As long as you're both on the same page, man, and you both believe in that, yeah. then you're, then I think that you're going to make it. But you, you need to have both people being like, okay... And and being able to see that, I think you put it a very a very perfect way. You know, we've got the love, we've got the connection. These are things that some people even 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 struggle being able to kind of establish yeah. with someone. Yeah. We have this, and it's really strong. So let's fucking use this as our base. These are, this is what we're going to build on, and let's fix this other shit because this is always going to be fucking good. Yeah, that's our, all. Like again, that's the anchor point, right? Like that's yeah. that. If you've got that, then what? What really could matter more, I guess, that would trump that hmm. to to squash that. Right. Um, do you guys, do you, do you intentionally schedule uh, like independent time or does it just happen as a function of the people that you each are? Yeah. You know what? We, well, we've got a shared calendar, which is, which is nice. So like, we'll be able to, I'll be able to kind of see. If she plans a a, a a night with the girls or something, she'll just throw it in there. She won't like run it by me beforehand or yeah. anything. It's just like, okay, well, I know that that's what she's doing on Thursday night now. And, you know, if I've got my podcast, I'll make sure that I've got that in there. If I've got a board meeting or if I'm going to somebody's place to watch some UFC, you know, I'll throw that in there. And we just kind of build up this calendar to a point where it's like, okay, well, now we see where we're doing things individually. Yeah. And then, I mean, we're together basically whenever we're not with other people. So, yeah. you know, we've kind of got our own, our own time there, but it's not something that we intentionally do together. It's something that we kind of plan individually, but then just make sure that the other person knows about it because we've got this calendar that keeps track of everything. Yeah. So there's no surprises. It just sounds like to me to be a good, it's like a good balance of respected independence, but also like chosen dependence. Totally. Absolutely. You know? And I think that what you're such a good example of, Jim, is is the kind of effort that you've put into being the best version of yourself that you can. And I think that somebody that does that um, is is going to be a great partner. And I think that, that that sets a really good example for, um, I mean, most people out there. If, if, if you're not bringing the best version of yourself to the relationship, that's fine. But... Try and, try and keep on working on yourself. And whatever that is, we're all watching the right kind of documentaries, reading the right kind of books, hanging around with the right kind of people, putting the right kind of food in your body, you know, making sure that you're moving your body and all that kind of thing. And hopefully the, the person that you're with is also putting in that effort. Now, yeah. they don't necessarily have to match your effort, but you should also, you should be growing together, but also growing individually, right? Yeah. Because if I'm always improving, the chances are the, the relationship is always going to be improving if that person is also trying to get better. Yeah, right. that's a great way to put it. I think so. And I think that's what you have to... Well, I, I know that's what you have to strive to. Otherwise, it's totally. just... Time goes by very quickly now. I'm yeah. really experiencing <laughs> that. And I, I think if you... If that growth isn't there, then it, you do get to that point where you've almost fallen into this hypnotic dependence, mm -hmm. but also this sort of mediocrity of what a relationship could be, you know? And I, Precisely, I, I man. Beautifully I put. I can't even remember. I don't remember. It was something recently where... 
this, it was a speaker of some sort. Um, and they were just, they were so adamant that later on in life, I think they were speaking sort of when people were in their kind of retirement age, they were very adamant that partners should go on vacation separately. Oh, like go together, of course, but like go somewhere on your own, go experience things on your own and then come back to your relationship with just even things to talk about, things yeah, to share. Sure, okay. You know, join me on this now that I learned, or something that I did. And huh. It's an interesting concept. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, that there's that saying of you know that distance makes the the heart grow stronger, yeah. right? Yeah, so, even something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. that's um, a really neat concept, man. Would you could you envision yourself doing that? And that's exactly what I was just about to say. Oh. I, I was <laughs> thinking like I don't, you know, if, if I'm with someone for thirty years or forty years or twenty years or even five years now at this point, which I haven't been, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. Would I would I do that? Would I would I choose to do that? Would I want to do that? Would I just be on my own on the vacation and thinking about that person the whole time? You know what I mean? And what's wrong with that too? Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. But I mean, you fuck off to out west all the time yeah. to do some yeah. snowboarding, and yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure you've had some some ladies on your mind while you're snowboarding down yeah. the hill. Yeah, so I have. Yeah, there you go. Well, it's good, man. I, uh, I I admire the relationship that you guys have, and I think it's fantastic. And I think it's just a product of, like, for sure, I know who you are, so it's certainly a product. And and I know I know Belle decently well, and I can only just even further deduce that she's pretty special, man. Yeah, and similar to you, and that's why that that's how it works, and and works so well. Well, thanks. I that that means a lot, man. I just you know I. I just love love. I know that sounds weird, but I I love the fact that we are capable of this emotion and that we're able to have these kinds of experiences in, yeah. in this lifetime. You know that we're pretty lucky. And maybe and maybe that's that's the statement. You gotta love love. You gotta and love love. We just know the episode. And, and you, yeah, no, that's true. And and you do what you need to do so that you can be in love with love. You keep you keep on loving it. Yeah, Beauty. McDonald's was onto something, man. Yeah. I'm loving it. All right. So uh, thank you all so much for tuning in again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the ramble today. I certainly did. Jim, yeah, I, thought we, I, I, thought we, I thought we covered a lot of great ground here as always, man. We did. Speaking of love, love you. Love you, man. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.